we're professional athletes, like in, in a startup yeah. world to think that we could rock up with no practice, with no prep, with no game plan and like win games on a regular basis by like winging it. Do you know what? Talent will get you a certain far in the little leagues and in the D grade leagues. Yeah. But, uh, you know, if you aspire to be in the NBA, if you inspire to be in the NFL, you got to, you got to put the practice in, you got to put the prep in, uh, cause that's how, how you get the wins. Welcome to Startup Jobs, a podcast where we explore all the different jobs inside a tech startup. What exactly are they and what have we learned from scaling jobs from the inside? While a lot of other startup content focuses on the founder, the investor or specific area like marketing, this show is about your personal and career growth journey in whatever startup job is best for you. Yeah, exactly, Maddie. This show is about you. We want you to be the very best that you can be. Hey, hey, Mike. Welcome back. We are back. Looking forward to uh, our chat, Maddie. What's uh, what's on the docket? What's on the docket? Uh, I didn't come briefed to this meeting and I also didn't brief you for this meeting. Well, you did actually. But... I got a few bullet points. Yeah. So. <laughs> True. There we go. Talking about more in-depth in depth briefs that we do for these podcasts. Oh, yes. But what's top of my mind at the moment is essentially how to brief an exec well for a meeting, whether it be a customer meeting, internal meeting, whatever it might be. Uh, I think recently in the customer world and internally, it's been a focus for us sort of leveling up on our briefing skills and mm. having a set template and coming prepared for meetings mm. and sort of as as the account manager preparing you well mm. when you join our meetings uh, for a customer who you don't you know, spend a heap of time thinking about or working with day-to-day like uh, someone in my position does. Mm. So, yeah, really really keen to understand and unpack what makes a good brief and what makes good prep for a meeting mm. so that you, you hit the goals that you're looking to achieve. Great, great topic. So, obviously, we've had a couple of episodes on how to nail the first minute out of the gate in a meeting so we have that is the ace ace. so i appreciate your time here maddie uh really genuinely appreciate it with a thousand things going on just confirming we're good uh, for 25 minutes for this podcast and uh the end goal for this session is that we've got good alignment on what great briefs look like and why they're so important uh so we have covered that in episode a few episodes ago and then we also have covered basically like how to host how to host a, a really good meeting right uh, in terms of getting to your to your end goals which is nailing your next customer meeting so for today what does a good brief look like to an exec and when is it appropriate to do a brief and yeah what's the point of a brief what benefits do they have is it just a bunch of admin paper shuffling Maybe let's just describe a like a customer brief or a meeting brief. Um, people may not be familiar with the term. Actually, out of interest, before I asked for a brief or before you saw briefs around, were you familiar with them? I was in a different context. Okay. So coming from government, question time briefs were a big thing. Okay. So obviously, uh, like if you work for a government organization, your minister 
uh, will go to question time and get grilled on a bunch of different things. Mm. And so different areas, especially if you're in the media spotlight, you would have to prepare a question time brief. And our briefs would start with me as the graduate and go through like 10 different layers of approvals back and forth. <laughs> um, so they were pretty lengthy documents, but they essentially was similar to an executive, like the minister does not know the details of every part of their department. Mm. And so they should be able to, you know, if grilled on a question, they should be able to flick to that page in their in their huge folder of paper and have talking points to talk to. So that was kind of my understanding of briefs so far. I didn't have a lot of understanding of what a customer brief was though and how that would vary and the level of detail you need to run a good meeting. Yeah, great. So what we're talking about is something similar, which is how do you bring another person in your team, uh, often an executive like a founder or maybe a chief product officer, yeah, your CEO or your COO. Um, and even if you're a small team of let's say 10 people at a startup, you will know your particular, your particular area um, really well and you'll know the, de- the depth of what's going on with that customer or with that partner. And then now you've asked for that executive to come along to this meeting with you. Um, and they like at, at, at the highest level, they do not want to be a deer in headlight in that meeting and, um, get asked questions that they don't know the answers to, or that they were surprised by stuff. And so that's the stuff that you're talking about, you know, like in the parliament, like that's, that's a, that's a similar situation, right? So like, I would say that's like arm me with the info, um, to be able to make sure that I can handle any reactive scenarios that we could uh, predict could potentially happen. So that's like on the reactive side, but ideally like you want meetings to be proactive, right? Like you should be going to this meeting and hosting this meeting, particularly if we were the ones that called for the meeting um, with that customer or that partner or that external uh, party. And there should be some, you know, good goals that we want to get done. And so therefore you're bringing this executive along um, to play a particular role to kind of hit your goals. And a, a brief ideally is very brief. <laughs> you know, it should be maybe a page, maybe maybe two pages. And it should really outline those kind of key things. So, you know, can an executive, I think the acid test for a really great brief is, you know, can this executive, even worst case, you know, five, 10 minutes before the meeting, skim through the doc, like read it all, and quickly get their head around who are the people that I'm meeting with? What are we trying to get done? Like, what are some topics I should stay away from? Maybe what are some curveballs? Like, what are we actually trying to get done in the meeting? Like, am I playing the lead? Am I playing the support? Like, do you need me to push on a certain thing? Do you need me to ask for a certain thing? Do you need me to like complain about a certain thing? Uh, Mm Kind of like, what role do you want me to play? Uh, And I can kind of quickly figure that out you know, certainly in sub 10 minutes. Um, and most executives are, are very good at that. Like they, you know, they, they're, sure. they're sort of used to it. They're used to being able to quickly get up to speed, you know, in a lot of context and quickly orientate themselves around that and then be quite effective like in that environment. Yeah. But in the absence of, you know, a good written brief, then what might sometimes happen is, you know, you may just huddle like as a team 15 minutes before mm. and then the person's just kind of like, giving this like verbal diarrhea download that's all over the shop and it's not quite clear. And then you're just very unlikely to hit the outcomes and the goals that you want. You probably haven't even thought about them. (laughs) Um, And there's just like such a wasted, a wasted opportunity. So yeah, like a brief, a brief ensures that 
you're using that executive uh, in the most effective way possible to have the successful outcomes that you ideally want out of that meeting. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's a really good point around the verbal diarrhea of kind of giving unimportant uh, information. Like it can be a matter of just you say the first thing, like whatever information is top of mind. 100%. And you haven't really clearly thought through what information they need to know and you probably just want to show your knowledge by saying a lot but it's not necessarily effective. Yep. And so I think we talk about it a lot internally but, you know, good prep and probably a decent amount of time of prep leads to good meetings and hitting yeah. the goals and it's really noticeable when it's bad prep or it's yeah. no prep yes. and and, and you, you see it in the meeting and it, yes. it doesn't rarely uh, hit the goals or, yes. or have, you know, leave the customer in a good position afterwards. Yes. So, yeah, I guess we've, we've sort of spoken about this before but what do you find are the benefits of, um, and I've noticed this like writing briefs, mm. just the benefits of actually someone sitting down, mm. writing out their thinking and like really, mm. really thinking it through. Mm. I'm sure that you've seen some rushed briefs and you've probably seen the the written diarrhea maybe that hasn't been refined and refined mm. and, you know, cut down from 10 pages to one. Mm. So there's this great saying which is writing forces clarity mm. because nice. writing gives bad thinking, nowhere to hide. Yeah. <laughs> and for people who are verbally very strong, you know, and I'm certainly in that camp and can think pretty well on their feet, you can kind of like tap dance around a bit and it's sort of like, oh, that sort of looks like a good tap dance uh, mm -hmm. and it feels okay. But actually like it, it, it may not even get to the, like the heart of the thing and writing basically uh, yeah, gives bad thinking, nowhere to hide. And so writing forces you to um, constrain yourself to exactly what it is that you're trying to get done what exactly does that you know they need to know uh, and it's hard like it's hard it's hard to write uh, in a condensed way because you're potentially having to think through things that you haven't actually deeply thought about which is yeah, definitely um, yeah. oh yeah like what like oh yeah the got this person coming along. Like I was just excited that they brought the COO along, but oh, like who actually is this person and like what do they care about and what could they potentially bring up in the meeting and what do we want to potentially get them to do? It's like, oh, fuck, like I haven't thought about that stuff at all and you can't just just start typing in a document and like nail it within 10 minutes. Like you actually have to, you know, put some thought into that. Um, and so I think for all those reasons – that's what makes writing great. And then frankly, just all that work then happens while the exec's doing something else, right? So then all that hard work to get it condensed into that one, two page when it's done well, you know, means that as I rush into that meeting to support you, it's like all that clear thinking and that condensed thinking like has already been done and that saves yeah. me the washing machine mm. conversation of like okay what are we trying to get done okay who's coming okay what about this what about that and we're going back and forth in a conversation as well and I'm having to dig around and you're having to think on your feet um yeah. and so just it avoids all of that um yeah. and so there's just there's so many 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 good reasons for uh you know these briefs and you know like a funny story I came across customer briefs when I started early on uh, at Blackberry and we had a, had a, had a VP, uh, in the region who would visit, you know, from Singapore. And I remember like, they basically had this thing of like, this exec is not coming to your customer meeting unless they get this 
you know, brief and I'd send through the template, mm-hmm. you know, Word doc. And I was just like, what the fuck is this power play <laughs> bullshit? Like, <Yeah. laughs> like I thought, oh, they're executive assistants, like sending this through, <laughs> like Mr. You know, Mr. Important, blah, blah, blah. Um, I remember just thinking, what a bunch of big company admin, you know, yeah. Just, yeah. like, like come to the meeting, meet this exec, like let's just do this thing. It's just nice, happy relationship. Um, and then I was like, oh, like th- the penny started to drop when – the way the briefing template would have certain things of like, okay, where exactly are they at? Like what's happening in their world? Who exactly is this person? Who do they report to? What do they care about? Like what are we trying to get done? What are some curly topics that they may bring up? Like where have we maybe disappointed them in the last 12 months that we should Mm. be candid about and Mm -hmm. like come prepared like with responses in case they're still, you know, upset about that. Like it'd have all these kind of questions in there and um yeah like so that that was sort of like when i fell in love with i suppose the concept of a brief you know even though i was <laughs> yeah. on the other side yeah. um and then when i was at microsoft i mean it was just really at another level um right you know i was fortunate enough to host uh folks like steve Barmer and you know the cmo like in 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 customers uh you know that i was responsible for and i remember my boss telling me hey <laughs> like for a good brief for the, the guy's name was Chris Cappy actually just recently retired uh, the chief marketing officer at Microsoft. He's like, Hey, for a good brief with Chris Cap. Um, and some of these meetings were only half an hour, by the way, with this like right. customer, yeah. I'd be like the CEO of a telco in Singapore or something like that. And, um, he'd be like, Hey, for a good brief for this customer, you should expect, I uh, said so to Chris Cap, you should expect to spend about a day in to, for one page. Um, and I had lined up like eight meetings with Chris Cap, like at this, <laughs> at this conference. And so he, he's like, okay, that's going to take you eight days. Yeah, wow. And you don't work full time like writing a document. So you're probably going to need to start three, four weeks out. Um, and I mean, it was great because it really forces, yeah, that great clear thinking. And yeah, that's part one. And then part two, it makes the instructions very clear to the executive what you want them to do. So mm. if you're the if you're the host of the meeting, like if it's your relationship, if it's your customer, if it's your partner and you've got an internal, uh, again, it's not about like the exec being all important. It's like how do we maximize the goals? And if you're bringing like a, frankly, even like a product manager involved, you know, to meet with a customer, like a lean version of this is is what we should be shooting for, which is, this is the role that I need you to play. And you should, th- you should think about yourself as the coach, which is I need you to come on at halftime and then I need you to play this move and I need you to play this move and then I yep. know that their defense is going to be weak here and I need you to attack Perfect. that, that, that. <laughs> I'm then going to come in and like do this, this, and then Jenny's going to do that and then John's going to do that and then you're going to come in the end and score the winning goal, you know, in the last 10 minutes. Um, and so you want to be the orchestrator of like the the plan and then when you're asking this person to come along they're they're excited about playing that role but they then need to mm. know okay what's going on overall what do i need to be prepared for and then like what exactly is the role that you need me to play yeah awesome great great breakdown of the comparison of yeah a meeting brief to a game plan as well um good good way of framing it and it's very true that yeah that's sort of what it can really help set you up for so i think it's pretty clear to us how important uh, a brief is and 
how it can set up an exec really successfully for running a good meeting. So let's actually dive into our yeah we we recently uh, we recently did one yeah yep. she's only what four days old maybe yeah um and I think it might be good to like let's just kind of work through this document and keep yeah, to call out the different areas that I need to fill in next time I book in a customer meeting with you and specifically what I'm really interested to know is why like why do you mm. want that piece of information and it helps me then situate like how important that is and do I just tell you the the answer or do I give additional context if I you know if I know why it is that you want to know that and how you might use mm-hmm. that strategically um, All right, let's fly through this document. So there's, cool. from memory, there's three must fill-ins. Um, yep. I will not come to the meeting unless these three things are filled in. And then there's four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ish, eleven-ish optional. And nice. if they're not written, like it's okay, I'll accept a voice note. Sure. Um, in the interest of of time, but there's certainly three must fill-in items great well let's walk through the three there. must fill in and then the additional <laughs> uh whatever it is seven yeah great great so number one is the punchline why mm. this meeting what's our end goal what do you want to know here and why yeah so this says uh maybe let's go through the three do you want to go through the three so the first one is oh, yeah. punchline why this meeting what's our end goal give me plain english in as few words as possible maximum of four bullet points what is the point of this meeting and what are we trying to get done so that's point number one Point two is all about who is coming. So not only who's coming, what's their title, give me their LinkedIn, um, and also people who may come just in case we've got a few add-ons. You want to know who's there and what their role is, how they relate to each other. Um, and we've also got under under that point is sort of a summary of their world and their situation with us. So the size of their organisation, what's a priority for them now, what services do they offer, their product usage, um, you know, screenshots of contract status, like just everything about their situation and their world. Um, and, yeah, that's point two. Their situation with us is, yeah, really important and any past issues or positives that, that is worth knowing. Great. And point three is what's your recommended meeting plan? So if point one, why the hell are we even having this meeting? What's the end goal that we want to get? Summarize why, yeah, what success? Point two is who the hell is coming in the room? and what's going on in their world. So John and Jenny Smith are coming. These are their titles. This is their LinkedIn. This is who they are. They're this size company. This is what's happening in their world. This is how they do business with us. These are the kind of systems. So yeah, point one, why this meeting? Point two, who's coming in their world? Point three is um, what's your recommended meeting plan? So actually like break out the uh, agenda and into one slide uh, and it's, it's forced here in this document where you have to go, what's the end goals for the meeting? And it's got to be written in a way that we can present to the customer at the beginning of the meeting, which is, hey, in this meeting, we're going to leave clear on your outstanding invoice with us. We want to make sure we understand the latest in your world regarding to the merger that you've got going on. We want to make sure that you're across our new product, like for your HR team. And then, you know, point four, we want to align on uh, who we need to connect to to like get this new contract thing signed or whatever it may be. Um, and so like actually typing those up in the words that are going to show on the slide and what you're going to say out live in the meeting. And then it's like, okay, the next yeah. part of that is what's what's the meeting plan to be able to get to those end goals. So then there's a little bit of a structure, um, whether it's using slides or whether it's using 
you know, pointers to, to host the conversation uh, down that. So those are the three minimum things that are required uh, for a great brief. Um, do you want to fly through the optional, the optional ones? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so next topic Ooh. is their meeting expectations, which Twist. is yeah, great context to have um, and also just adds that kind of like yeah, human element to it. Like how did this meeting come about? Did we cold email them? Did we meet them at an event? Um, anything that they are expecting to cover in the meeting uh, just so that, you know, we can kind of build that relationship from the start and meet their expectations of what they thought the meeting was going to be. Um, secondly is what's on their mind or what's important in their, their world coming into this meeting. So what sort of topics might they bring up? What way should we lean depending on what's a priority for them at the moment? Uh, yeah, what's, what is their day-to-day filled with and the big decisions they need to make? And also their goals more broadly that are likely linked to the organization's goal, but yeah, specifically in their role, what is it that they're trying to hit um, that makes this chat important to them? Uh and background, so any other any other key context, so anything else that you know is is worth knowing, whether it be um, yeah about the past relationship with the customer, how the meeting came about, like any other projects. That it could be anything. I mean, there could be a, like a lawsuit that's, that's going on. Situate uh, the exec to to lead the meeting well. Um, and then we move into the final section of the brief here, which these are also yep. optional. Yeah, perfect. So we'll keep going with these topics, which is, oh, this is the number one essential topic or outcome that we must cover. So if, yeah, everything went to shit and you ended up covering some angry uh, topic for 25 minutes and you had five minutes to cover something else, um, what's the essential topic or outcome that we want to cover? Any topics to avoid? Anything we should steer clear of or potentially not repeat information we've already shared with them that they didn't want to continue talking further? Um, political dynamics, this is a fun one. <laughs> so them in a power map. Um, yeah, this is a good one uh, that would sort of show, you know, who, who reports to who, do they have a good relationship? Like is is there any, um, you know, maybe a senior who is typically difficult to get time with or does the HR team not get on with the finance team so we have to sweet talk them? You know, what might it be that will, in, will influence their interactions uh, personal notes, a bit of small talk topics for the first few minutes while everyone joins the meeting, any personal interests or details about the attendees that could uh, build up that personal connection, uh, have a bit of water cooler chat while people arrive. Uh, and finally is any relevant market context, anything in their world that's potentially hit the news um, or any market trends that they'd be interested in, uh, something that could yeah inf- impact the discussion. Yeah. They're all like hyper like optional and you know it kind of depends on the context right like if you're having a meeting with a new person in an organization that's like a top three customer of yours that it's like worth you know some blockbuster half a million dollars a year in like a revenue what have you well then you really want to spend you know as much time going through as much as that as possible versus you know uh someone that you've known for five years and spends 10 grand a year with you and what have you. I mean, you don't need to fill all this stuff out. Yeah. But I think, yeah, that sort of gives a good outline of, um, you know, what a good brief looks like. At, at the minimum, we should know why we've been having this meeting, what's our end goal, who's coming, um, the summary of their situation with us, and then what's the meeting plan like to be able to get to their goals. And then I think what's really, really important is is their expectations. I think this is the bit that gets missed a lot 
which mm. is what are they coming into the meeting with on their yeah. mind? Like there's nothing work because we have a goal, right? Where it's like we want them to know our new product or like we want to know how we're amazing sure. at blah. Um, and, you know, a lot of people come into sessions with this is all the stuff that I want you to know or this is all the stuff that I want you to do. Um, and it's like that's just happening in a vacuum in most people's brains as opposed to, well, this is another human on the other side that has a bunch of like stresses, have, yeah. a, have a bunch of like things going on, has a has have bosses, have like colleagues, everything that's going on in their world. And then they will have potential perspectives on what it is that they're trying to get out of this like meeting. Um, and so I always like really understanding that. So that way we ensure that that's covered like at the forefront and we're, we're balancing those two, we're balancing mm. those two worlds um, in terms of, hey, this is the stuff that you you really care about right now and this is what's going on in your world and this is your expectations. Let's make sure we really cover those things. Um, and, you know, here's how we can be, you know, helpful and supportive of of that. And then here's the stuff that we, like, want to make sure that, like, you're across and that, that, that we want you to know. But, yeah, I think it's things never exist in your own Acme bubble. Um, it's always, you know, in in, in context uh, like of their world. So yeah, I think that's what a good, a good brief looks like. Um, and you know, like we had a really great session with one of our top 10 customers yesterday and one of the executives finished the session. We always finish every meeting with uh, like a question, which is, Hey, what was most useful for you in this session? Or, you know, what did you find most valuable in this meeting? I always find it very interesting how people summarize uh, like your session and like this exact, I mean, this is like a top, top 50, top 100 size organization like in Australia. So a very big company uh, and this person's a senior exec reporting to a CEO. And, you know, we asked this at the end of the session and he's like, do you know what's actually great in like all the zipline meetings is that you guys are just like so well prepared and you just host a really, really good session. Mm. And I just really wish more of our partners and our vendors would do that. <laughs> um, so it's actually quite interesting that it's oh, not, it is great. not the market norm. <laughs> yes. But, you know, I think one of the benefits of this is not only just yeah. the brief for us to be more effective and for the exec that you're bringing along, but the other side of the meeting, they yep. love it so much because yeah. probably 80, 90% of the sessions they go to, go to both internally and externally aren't well thought through in terms of what are we trying to get done here? Let's be explicit yeah. about that. And then what's our plan yeah. to get there? And also like, let's make it hyper them specific as opposed to he's like, oh, you know, the amount of sessions that I sit in where I basically just have to listen to them, bang their drum about how amazing they are and all the stuff that they want to like yeah. verbally diarrhea on us and then ask us to do stuff. It's like, you know, <laughs> he's like, you know, come to you guys like a these mate, like a breath you know, a breath of fresh air because, you know, you're, you're, you're thinking about our world, you think about our situation, um, et cetera. And so I think a good brief in summary is not only helping you hit your own internal goals for what you're trying to get done, is not only helping you bring in that, you know, chess piece and that star player on your team, that executive to be the most effective, but the other side loves it. So for your next meeting, Write up a brief, even if you're a two-person team, and uh, get all the benefits and the results from that. What's uh, what's your reflections on having written some of these briefs now, and then seeing the uh, the impact of a well thought through uh, meeting plan and brief come to life? Yeah, I think it's it's great to reflect on those comments there that this surprisingly isn't the norm and standing out by running good meetings that actually hit the goals and outcomes are just such an important part to, you know, being a good business and and being a good service provider. Um, 
And so, yeah, it's it, this has given me a lot of extra context for how important prepping these briefs are and the thought that goes behind it. And, yeah, always a big fan of the writing forces yeah. that distillation of thought and makes you have good thinking. Like I often find that, um, you know, even if it's just writing down a 100%. couple of dot points before jumping yeah. into a, a basic meeting always makes me think clearer. So, yeah, I think that it's, yeah, often I used to feel like briefs, it almost feels like it didn't feel like wasted work, but like I've done all this work to get the meeting. It's booked. Surely it just happens now, um, which is like such a, the wrong way of thinking. Like the brief is possibly, the brief and the prep for the meeting is possibly the most important thing that you do. Do you play in a professional sports team that never practiced? Would you play in a professional Definitely sports not. team that had no game plan before the game day? No. And it's like the same thing, right? Like ultimately we're professional we're professional athletes like in, in a startup yeah, world and to think that we can go like our game time like is meetings. Like that is, that is our game time. Um, yeah. And to think that you could rock up with no practice, with no prep, with no game plan and like win games on a regular basis by like winging it. Um, do you know what? Talent will get you a certain far in the little leagues and in the, 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 degrade, mm. the degrade leagues, yeah. but, uh, you know, if you aspire to be in the NBA, if you aspire to be in the NFL, like if you aspire to, uh, you know, to, to really <laughs> play with the pros, um, you got to you got to put the practice in, you got to put the prep in because uh, that's how, how you get the wins. Yeah, absolutely. Till next time. Never miss training. Woo! Awesome. Thanks for all that insight, Mike. Till next time. Hey there. Thanks for listening to today's episode of Startup Jobs. This episode was made in collaboration with our friends at Early Work Academy, Australia's only tech sales bootcamp with a job guarantee. Applications are currently open for the next cohort and all of the details are in the show notes. And finally, if something resonated with you in today's episode, we're posting episodes like this every week, including CEO memos straight from Michael. The best way to get these episodes on the day is by hitting the follow button on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. We'll see you next time.